0: I'm buying single families in Indiana. Um, And I went from zero to 15 units out there. I have 13 single families and a duplex. And then last summer, him and I partnered, became business partners. And we partnered on a nine unit, a 12 unit, a 24 unit apartment complex in the Philadelphia area. Um, And then after that happened, I was like, look, I'm not a rocket scientist. And you taught me how to do this in less than two years. We could probably teach Other people, how to do this, and um, we that idea kind of formed this what KJ Consulting is right now. So, we we actually teach um, new investors and some investors that have already been investing uh, through boot camps. So, we had a first boot camp in December, we had one in uh, February, and we have one coming up on April 17th.
1: Welcome guys to another amazing episode. This time we got Joe Mears with k and J Consulting. Uh, he uh, has a very exciting uh, story. He's been a, uh, an investor and uh, a, a person that is very interested on in his finances in, in, in getting far in life since he was uh, six years old and he started investing with baseball cards. So I wanna listen about, You know, we all wanna listen to the story. Uh, he's also very passionate um, on helping out people uh, investing in in real estate, helping people uh, educating themselves on real estate. Uh, Joe went from 60, I mean, from zero to 60 units in two years, investing in real estate. And he had, uh, he was a mentor by Kire. Uh, He was a guest of ours uh, not so long ago and his episode already aired. Uh, So please uh, watch that episode. Um, And you were also in Wall Street were uh for a decade uh working on yeah, Wall Street. So still, still there, still there. <laughs> yeah, man, so you've been you've been everywhere and there's I mean your your bio goes far. So we're gonna touch on all those points. And so if you could please, you know, take over, let us know how you started. Let's let's start when you were six, man, and how that yeah. mentality started shifting.
0: Yeah. So way way back in the day I was really into baseball cards and uh, I think when a lot of kids start playing with baseball cards, it's more like to trade them back and forth. But I was like really focused on how much are they worth. And I remember uh, like my mom used to take me around to different baseball card shows and to like baseball card shops. And I'd always try to find like good deals. Um, and so I remember like the highlight of my month was always, I don't know if you were ever into baseball cards, but there was this thing called the Beckett pricing book, which was like a magazine that would come out once a month. And it would tell you like, it would have one column for the current price and one column for like last month's price. And it would tell you if like the price went up or down. And so I'm like always checking my cards, see if they went up or whatever. And my dad kind of like caught on that I was like super into getting this magazine. And he was like, you know that you can do this every day with the newspaper, but it's like with the companies, like with stocks. And so I was like, really? And so I started to uh, invest, like I started a brokerage account Like he helped me start one when I was in like eighth grade and uh I remember the first stock I bought was Quicksilver I don't know if you remember that company like a surfing company yeah and so I was like yeah I'm gonna buy this for the summer because everyone buys like their surfing stuff like I don't know I I didn't know what the hell I was doing but like that was that was why I got into it and so yeah I've always kind of been uh, interested in investing and, and money in general so uh yeah that was how I got my start and then uh went to college studied finance and then I uh you know I started working on Wall Street about 10 years ago but um I think to take it back, like to kind of reverse gears a little bit, um, the way that I kind of think about how I got into real estate in general and how I do things more broadly is like, I think I've always been someone who is able to visualize the end of the goal first and then figure out a way to get it, to get it done somehow. So when I was little, aside from being invest, uh, like into baseball cards, I also really loved to eat. So I was always like super chubby growing up. To the point where, like, I remember I remember this one time I went to get my checkup, and you know, they do like your weight and your height. And so the doctor, I mean, I would be going to this guy for a long time, so he was like super familiar with me, but he like grabbed one of my jelly rolls and he was like, You like mom's home cooking, don't you? And I was like, What? Like, <laughs> like yeah, I do. Uh, but then like mm-hmm. from that point on, I was just like, All right, I've had enough of this shit. Cause you know, when you're growing up and you're chubby like I was always playing sports but like and I kind of you know had a good sense of humor but people were like make fun of me and I was like I've had enough of this shit like I'm gonna start working out so I remember I went to sports Authority. I bought two five pound dumbbells that are like still at my parents house oh, and uh, I just started working out and uh, started running cross country in high school And like first trimester of high school I grew like three inches and lost 25 pounds so you know just like that was like one thing where you know I, I realized like okay like I can kind of you know decide to do something and just make it happen so another thing I did was like I always wanted to go to Notre Dame growing up my dad went to Notre Dame so you know worked really hard busted my ass in high school I got into college and then when I got to college I wasn't playing like D1 sports but I got into boxing there and I was like I want to I want to be good at this and we have one of the largest um, amateur boxing tournaments in the country at uh, I think actually maybe in the world it's like over 200 guys participate And I remember when I was getting into it, people were like, are you sure you want to box? Because I was always like a nice kid growing up. I was literally an altar boy and people were like, are you really going to get in the ring? And I was like, yes. Like, and I knew they weren't, they weren't going to believe it. It's like, I actually did. So I was like, I'll I'll show you guys. And I ended up winning like the whole tournament for my weight class, my sophomore year. Yeah. I had like a little knockout. So like, that was another thing. And then even with, when when I started to get into real estate, I got the same thing from a lot of friends and family. They're like, you're going to buy a house in the middle of Indiana. Like, are you like, are you having like a quarter life crisis or something like what's going yeah. on? Um, but I, I knew that I could make it work. So yeah. And and now I'm up to 60 units. So I think. Um,
1: so you know, what think I'm it, saying, what I'm saying is, is that you learn from an early age how to build that confidence on based on the perspective that you were seeing thing. I wanna I wanna get into that, you know, where, where that perspective came from. But I wanna I wanna I wanna what I'm what I'm taking you know, in between the lines from what you're saying is you build out that, that that confidence of of being able to pull something off, You know, you, yeah. you started learning, you know, about investing in cars or trading cars and then seeing the value on it, the monetary value, and then I'm, I'm guessing you made a little bit of money as a as a kid you know, that builds your confidence. And then um, you started investing in, in the stocks as, you, as your dad told you, and mm-hmm. you start creating this confidence of like, oh, maybe I'm good at this, you know? And then again, you, something fixing something that you weren't too happy about, which is uh, your, your weight, you know, and your appearance. And you're like, you know what, let me do this. And you build more confidence of be like, well, I was able to get in shape, then getting boxing, being a, a a champion in boxing too, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like people weren't believing in you, but you bulletin in yourself and you pull it off. Yeah. And then eventually on real estate, which is which is awesome. And that that comes to 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 saying that as as you do things and you you take more action and able to complete those those uh, uh those things that you put your your mind into it, it it builds confidence. Whether you whether you are successful at it or you you mess it up and and there's failures in the way you know what I'm saying I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it, it wasn't it wasn't all roses for you that there were okay. failures in between the way um but uh but let me ask you this man so from an early age you know usually kids are thinking about playing like you say you know you trade cars I like this one I like that one and they don't see the monetary value on it um does that come from your parents or is that something that you? that you, I don't know, you, you had instincts on it?
0: You know, it's a good question. I think it was just like a natural thing. My parents, like my, my mom um, is kind of where the love of the baseball cards came from originally. So she's like a massive Mets fan and had like old baseball cards and stuff. So she was always talking about the Mets and so it kind of like rubbed off on me. Is
1: she, is she from
0: New Jersey? No, she's from Brooklyn so oh, from new york? She's, from, she's from new york yeah so oh she like God. literally was uh in 1969 she was at game seven like rushed onto the field like she has grass that she ripped off the field <laughs> the a, which is crazy <laughs>
1: nice.
0: but uh but no they, she but she was never into the monetary value of it. it was always you know like a sentimental thing yeah i don't really know where that came from um for me i think it was just like an intrinsic thing but i remember like another story that I think I, I think like eventually my mom will watch this and she'll probably laugh because I bet she forgets this story. But yeah. there was a, there was this one time where they but my mom like caught me having like a garage sale, but it was like only in my bedroom and I was selling stuff to my younger siblings and she's like you can't sell stuff to your siblings like give them their money back. So like that was that was another thing. So yeah, I think I've always just kind of been money minded, but uh, interesting you said about the like. Realizing that I could, you know, figure like decide to do something and do it, I that was I was doing that unconsciously growing up. I didn't yeah. realize was, I didn't realize I was doing it like I, with the the uh, baseball cards or the investing, even with boxing. And really, the way that I figured it out was, I like in my mid to late twenties, like the I wouldn't say the wheels came off. Like I was doing fine, but like I got fat again and I kind of like lost my way in terms of like, what are my goals? I think sometimes when you have a job where you're getting like a pretty decent paycheck, you can get complacent and um, it can become almost like a, not a poison drip, but it becomes like a drug because, Mm -hmm. you know, you're getting this good paycheck and you get, if you stay in the same job for long enough, it gets a little bit easier. You don't have to work as hard. And so what happened to me was in my like mid to late twenties, I kind of had this I don't know, like breaking point or like moment where I was just like, what am I doing? And so I kind of think you have to like lose yourself to find yourself sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I started like reading about self development and, you know, uh, like the, the power of thought and like your mind and stuff. And, that, and like through this kind of rabbit hole, um, realized that I had been doing that uh, as of, when I was growing up and realized it can, it can, it's like a skill and it's something that you can really latch yeah. on to um but yeah i just thought that was interesting that you brought that up but it really was something that i i didn't know yeah man thinking. because
1: usually what we tell people and, and what we hear uh, the stories and, and we see online and we see on social media is always the success you know and, and and people might think it's like oh these people have it easy you know right. oh yeah he got here because of the family where they come from or it's just i don't know it's natural uh, but they don't see the failures. And you just mentioned, it's like, well, yeah, you, you accomplished all this and you had these skills, but they weren't, you weren't conscious about it. You know, it wasn't that you were working on it, but it was, it was like a natural gift. Right. Right. But then you went back and like you said, you got a, a nice job, you got complacent, you got, you got fat again, or you gained weight, or yeah. you weren't happy with yourself anymore and you had to find yourself again. So that's part of life where you, you fail, you have to hit the wall. And then realize that it's like, man, what, what am I doing with do my life? Yeah.
0: yeah, it wakes you up.
1: Exactly. So it's like, and it's for for the listeners who are probably at that point where they're like, holy man, what am I doing with my life? Um, or or that that always, um, have that excuse. They find that excuse, and it's like, well, this is not for me. This is for somebody else. You know, because all my life has been a failure. And, and we see those people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, that's very interesting, man. I, I like it. So. You worked in, in, in Wall Street for 10 years. How do you find real estate? And what what, what, what was it about real estate that, that changed your life and how you're doing it?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. So like right around the time where I was in that mode of like kind of, you know, in the doldrums and not really knowing what I wanted to do, I, uh, I had, a, I kind of lucked out and I, I've heard the saying before like when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yeah. And so around the time where I was trying to figure out, like, what do like, I need to figure out something where. Because, like, I would also started traveling and, like, you know, kind of become a little bit more worldly and, like, realize that there was much more to life than just, you know, working every single day, like, you know, time punching a, a bank. And um, I think there were some other like minded individuals uh, that were coworkers of mine who had heard that this guy in our, so I work in, I'm in Manhattan and I work in our Manhattan office and had at this time, this was around, uh, I think I was about 30 at this time. And uh, I had heard that this guy, KR, had been investing in real estate since 2009 in the Philadelphia area. It was killing it, And I had actually spoken with someone probably five years prior about real estate, but they were doing some really complex scheme and it just kind of went over my head and I was like there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this with a nine-to-five job so I kind of shied away from it but this guy was nice enough to have a phone call with us and say like and to explain what he was doing so I was actually or I'll never forget I was like on vacation with my family and went out into the parking lot of the hotel to take this call because you know I was like I got he's being nice enough takes time out this weekend I should I should listen in And uh, he started explaining his process and it was just super straightforward. He clearly was just like a diligent, hardworking guy. And, you know, you've talked to KR. He has like really good interpersonal skills. So I was like, I think I could do this to the point where like from that day forward, I started annoying the hell out of him, like texting him constantly, like asking him real estate questions. And he's like, wow, you're really into real estate, huh? And I was like, yeah, I think I," I was like, I really want to do this. And so that conversation was August, 2018. And I bought my first property in October of 2018, but like through that through those couple months, like he really took me under his wing and started like legit coaching me. And so, I mean, I really just, I like, honestly just lucked out. Um, and then after that, he ended up moving to the New York office. We became a lot closer. Um, I became one of his debt investors and then I became an equity investor with him. And so like through this time, I'm buying single families in Indiana. Um, and I went from zero to 15 units out there. I have 13 single families and a duplex. And then last summer him and I partnered, became business partners. And we partnered on a nine unit, a 12 unit and a 24 unit apartment complex in the Philadelphia area. Um, and then after that happened, I was like, look, I'm not a rocket scientist and you taught me how to do this in less than two years. We could probably teach other people how to do this. And, um, we, that idea kind of formed this what KJ Consulting is right now. So we we actually teach um, new investors and some investors that have already been investing uh, through boot camps. So we had our first boot camp in December. We had one in uh, February, and we have one coming up on April seventeenth. And uh, yeah, we just want to kind of like spread the word because it's really it really is not rocket science, and if you have the mindset and you have the right why you can make it happen and it's like who wouldn't want to have financial independence over time right like man it, it's
1: so awesome that you say that and, and not only that i try to explain people because sometimes people are like but how come you're so passionate about it and, and sometimes you sometimes man, we, we become like pressed you know we're trying to spread the word to
0: everybody yeah kind of exactly you gotta like you gotta like kind of going to calm down sometimes I feel like all right I'm, I get it
1: get it yeah man it, it, it or people are trying or people say it's like what are you trying to sell it's like no man it's just like open your eyes you're trying to open everybody's eyes it's like yeah. oh, it's here like the opportunities here yeah. um and it's it's exciting and like you said man you don't have to be a rocket science there's other um investments there's other uh business models that require you to be super smart you know, and, and have like this mind that is like you have to be a genius to pull it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, real estate is not the case. I mean, really anybody can do it. Uh, so that's why I think it's so exciting to, to be able to uh, vocalize it first because it's not that difficult to explain it. Uh, yep. the, math, the math is not difficult at all. And the concepts are, are simple. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, for sure. Um, exactly. It's not, it's not something easy. I don't want to say that, that it's easy. But is the concepts of real estate investing are pretty, pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Just like your baseball cards, you know? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's basically the same thing with, with real estate at a larger scale. Uh, but that's also awesome, man. So tell us, tell us about the consulting
0: uh, uh, that you guys have. And what, what is your role in it? What is my role in it? Yeah. Yeah, so essentially um, when KR was teaching, was coaching me, He has a framework that he uses and he uses that in you know he's invested in Philadelphia and Harrisburg areas and so my idea was I have a, you know I went to school in Indiana and I have a had a roommate that that grew up out there and I decided that I was going to try to make that framework portable and see if it would work in another totally different market um and it worked and so once we realized that was the case, we said, okay, like we can, we can basically apply this to, to any market now if we want to. Um, and so essentially what the KJ Consulting is, is we, the way that we describe it is like, we just give, we give you the glove, all you gotta do is put the glove on and you're, and you're good to go. But yeah, we teach, um, the, the way that the bootcamp is set up is that we teach fundamentals first, um, and then we go through real time, we go through real case studies, Um, we're showing you how to like look at a broader market, what metrics that we like to look at, then take it down. Once you have a market picked out down to a neighborhood, and then even further down to, uh, in analyzing an individual property. Um, the other cool thing about it is that you get access to both of our networks in uh, the Philadelphia, Harrisburg areas and Indiana. And then like we have, you know, the broader national network through our realtors um, and then it's, we like say, it's like, not like a one night stand where it's like a one day thing. We actually check in with our students once a month for 12 months after the bootcamp to make sure that they're, you know, actually, you know, we're going to hold them accountable to the goals that, yeah. that they want to, to set forth. And we, we always say, you know, we're not going to let our students embarrass us. So we want you to yeah, get, yeah, out yeah. There, get out there and be successful. And, uh, it's actually crazy. Like we have one student who, uh, from our, from our February bootcamp, who's, like already under contract on uh, investment property. So it just shows you how, if you have, you know, the right mindset and you make that, I think the really important thing is making the firm decision that you're going to do it. And then once you make that decision, you take action. I think a lot of people get stuck in an analysis paralysis, like waiting for the right moment or waiting for the market to be a certain way. When in reality, like you never know what the market's going to do. And if you are, like we always say, if you're a good fisherman, you can find fish in a pond full of fish or a pond that doesn't have any fish in it. And so, um, yeah, we just want to, like, inspire people to know that they have the ability to do it at any time. And the best time to start is now.
1: So for the people that are asking is, I mean, it, I don't know, I've been one of those students that try to study something. And then just like you did with... Uh, with the first investor where it was too complex or probably you weren't ready, you know, I don't know if it was financial or maybe, maybe you're not in the mental stage to, to actually, I don't know, get, get into something like that. Probably looking back, I don't know if it was that complex as you tried to put it, you know, probably something difficult, simple, but you were in there at that moment. Um, For people that are listening to, and they're probably saying, it's like, man, I don't know, because I don't know if I, what, what do you think they need or what is it that separates the, the student that actually is able to follow all the steps and pull it off you know like take those actionable steps mm-hmm. versus the guy that is like he he goes in and a couple of weeks later they're just like okay whatever man it's like another course that I'm paying for and I'm
0: out right I think it really comes down to like your desire and like why it's really why do you want to do this So, for me, it was the idea of being able to do whatever I want and work on my own time and like things like travel, read, spend more time with my family. And those are like very real results that can come from creating enough passive income through real estate. So, for me, it was more just like, and this is part of the visualization thing, right? It's putting yourself in literally putting yourself in that future moment where you have access to all the time that you want and you don't have your job. And like being able to uh kind of like duplicate that feeling and like feel what that feels like. And you're just like, I, I want that feeling. Like I want that all the time. And realizing that if you follow steps, you can get there. Um, that just kind of like drives you forward. If you're kind of like comfortable you like your you know you like your job i mean it's fine you like your job or you know you you don't really have hobbies that you want to spend time doing maybe you just maybe uh, some people are totally fine with doing their nine to five coming home having a beer watching some tv going to bed like sometimes i wish that that fulfilled me (laughs) because it would make things a lot simpler but um i think a lot of people want more and so if you really really want something badly it's going to drive you to continue to make those steps. Like, so another, like, just kind of like another example is um, I do a lot of like long distance races. So I've done marathons and I've done a couple of Ironmans and I'm currently trading for an ultra marathon and you're literally doing these training runs to get to the finish line and feel good for like third, like feel amazing for like 30 or 40 seconds afterwards. And so, you know, if if that's something that you can kind of conceptualize and, and think about, and that's something that works for you, it can. It's actually better with real estate because that feeling lasts much longer when you have the financial freedom. So yeah, I think a lot of it is about wanting that, wanting the feeling, and wanting the things that come along with the result of um, of real estate. Dude,
1: I've never asked this, and it's probably. I don't want to say it's common sense because a lot of people cannot conceptualize that right people think that financial freedom means that you don't do that you don't do anything you wake up and you just okay whatever happens today happens and you know you don't you don't plan anymore um i tell a lot of people that is it's not that is you because people like you and i and, and, and a lot of us in this, in this um, industry we we like to challenge ourselves and we're looking for the next talent but it's on our own terms, right? So can you, can you explain what financial freedom means and what does it look like for a person when they achieve that? Uh, and What type of challenges are you looking for?
0: Yeah, I think for me, it means that your, your monthly expenses are more than covered. You're not spending a lot of time thinking about money. Think that people don't realize um when they're living paycheck to paycheck or you know not 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 even living paycheck to paycheck but they're living in a state where it's like you know you need to have the paycheck to subsidize your standard of living you spend a lot of time thinking about money whether you think about it or not and what happens when you start to get you start to kind of hurdle that say like your expenses are here and you start to hurdle it and it gets further and further away a lot of stress is relieved and you're kind of like your mind is able to kind of relax and think about more, I don't say worthwhile things, but it's it's almost like a mind expanding thing. So for me, financial freedom is like it's time freedom. And when I say time freedom, it's where am I spending my time and spending my thought time? Because when you have like, when you set up you know a real estate machine, That's bringing in monthly paychecks. All of a sudden, you're like, okay, my rent is covered. My food is covered. And if you have a family, like obviously you want to be able to cover your family's expenses. Like now, and I don't have to go to my nine to five anymore. That's a lot of time. Because if you think about it, like I'm working at at an investment bank job, which is, you know, it's not, it takes a lot of mental energy to do that job. And I'm still able to do the real estate stuff on the side. And so if you have a nine to five and you can do real estate, when you take the nine to five away, imagine what you can do. Like you can start a nonprofit. You can, um, you know, I could, I, I'm, I'm a gym rat. Like I love, I love working out. I love running, mm-hmm. like love doing all that stuff. So, and I, but I also am like a, a huge nerd. So I love to read. So I just visualize myself, like going to the gym for a couple hours, going to the park and reading like a good book for a couple hours. And I also really love to travel. So like taking a couple, like, and when you set it up the right way, you can work remotely. Yep. All, I need a, all I need is a Wi-Fi signal on my phone, and my laptop. So I, I envision myself, you know, going to Europe, living in a country for a couple of weeks, moving around. So, I mean, if those are things that sound nice to you, it's actually possible. And like, that's, so that's what I keep in my head. And, you know, on days where it's super busy and I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to call the like the fire alarm inspection guy and set up the appointment to get the fire alarm inspected. I just remember what, what that is pushing me towards.
1: So for the, uh, again, for the listeners and the viewers who are dreaming about, because it's easy to picture what you're saying, right? A lot of us want that. It's, it's time, like you said, that when, when you reach that point and, and you wake up every day and you're able to go to the gym for three hours, and then read or 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 educate yourself, work on yourself for another three hours, or six hours of the day. And then you do whatever you do to expand your your business, which the reality is if you're very effective, it doesn't take eight hours to work in front of a computer. Exactly. You, yeah. you do it. It gets to the point that it's like you, you can just spend a couple of hours, or a few phone calls, a few emails, and then boom, you're done. Um how can people like Take us through some steps without getting too much details because I know you guys have your boot camps and you guys have your courses and all that stuff, but how can people go from A to to B, right? And achieve these in in, in some simple steps.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a loaded question because the first thing I would say if you want to do it quickly is you get a coach because you can do- Yeah. Yeah, because honestly, like for me, if I had tried to do what I did without KR coaching me, I would probably be at like maybe five units because the thing is that. Okay. So like when you're starting out, we always recommend that you start in single family. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the real answer. Yeah. 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 When, when you start out, when you start out, we recommend that you start out in single family properties. We call them easy breezy, beautiful cover girl properties, meaning that you're not going to buy like a full gut right now on your first one. Right. The other reason that we want you to start on single family properties is it's the most simple form of like income producing real estate that you can really invest in the single family house. Like it's easy to conceptualize. You have the whole deal process. So you're going to learn the whole process, but it's also on, you don't want to learn in a stressful environment. You want to learn in like a calm, relaxed way because like they've literally done studies that when you try to do something like in a, like try to learn how to swim by like just throwing someone to a pool is not a good way to learn how to swim. Um, and when when you're learning real estate, you want to start with easy breezy cover grill houses. So just as an example, my first house that I ever bought was a two bedroom, one bathroom. It was like like a right around a thousand square feet. It was I I paid fifty thousand dollars five zero thousand dollars. So I put down twenty five percent, which is like twelve and a half thousand dollars. And like I said, it was something that needed some paint on the walls, needed some floors to be refinished. So the rehab was about $5,000. And then when you include closing costs, so like I'm like 20,000 out of, out of pocket. Right. And so I think one big misconception is that you have to have like hundreds of thousands of dollars lined up to start investing in real estate. It's really not the case. So that's the number one thing. Um, if you, you know, I think a lot of people are like, I don't have enough money. Definitely start saving. One thing that, um, my uncle who, you know, um, Dan Barrero and my dad always used to tell me this as well is you know, you want to live live below your means, but also pay yourself first. So one thing that I was doing all through my twenties was I would take uh, a good chunk of my paycheck and just put it aside in a in another account and not touch it. Um, and so that when I started to invest in real estate, I was lucky because I had built up this nest egg. But it's okay if you haven't done that. There are ways to to come up with money. You can you know you can get uh, private loans from friends and family that believe in you. Um, you can use uh, a cash advance on, you know, like a credit union credit card, but really you want to, uh, you want to find someone who's done what you're trying to do. And you want to, you know, if they're not, uh, excuse me, if they're not a formal coach, you can find a mentor. And one thing that you definitely do not want to do is walk up to someone who's in real estate and be like, can you be my mentor? Like, don't do that. Mm
1: -hmm. Try to
0: figure out a way that you can help them and add value right away. So when I started working with KR, um, I started to do like help him with pre- like PowerPoint presentations. I even helped him with some of his stuff at, 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 the, at the office at of work just to try to like free up some of his time to show him that, you know, I was really, I was really about adding value and uh, you know, a, like a team concept, like pushing each other further by whatever means necessary. We always say in real estate, you need, you really need one, like, sorry, you need two of three things to be successful in real estate. Um, the first thing you can have is grit so it's like the ability to bust your ass and work really hard the second is experience Um, and you can get that through coaching or you can get that through reading books the third is money and that's obviously like you know capital to invest if you don't have all three of those things it's okay so when i started i had grit and i had money i had no experience but i found a coach who had the experience right Uh, i know when kr started he grew up super super poor abject poverty in philadelphia so he didn't have uh, money, but he had grit. And then he used the grit to find the right mentors to get an experience. So if you're looking to start out, just figure out why you, why you want to do this, because you have to rely on that to keep pushing you forward. And then, you know, start educating yourself through things like this podcast or stuff online. There's a lot of free stuff out there, but if you want to like really take to the next level and take like a quantum leap, find a good coach and work with your coach. Cause I'll tell you exactly what to do step-by-step
1: good that's so important because um that's one of the things that that my brother and i have figured out recently uh we've been doing this for collectively i mean if you add all the years between us it's over 16 years of experience and trial and error we were doing it on our own until we found that that mentor that coach and it, it, it 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 does that's what made the difference you know, so yeah, definitely. You have to, you want to find a coach, you want to find a mentor, you want to find somebody that you can actually look up to and they are, they are already at, at least a couple of steps, you know, ahead of you mm-hmm. and they've done it. Um, it doesn't mean that that person is where you want to be, but at least to help you part. Um, in, in, it's, and it's also very important to start or think small, but dream big. To the point, and, and small doesn't mean that, well, if you, if you actually, I think it, it becomes, it, goes, it gets to a point where you can actually visualize it, you know, and going back to your story when you were a kid and you had that perspective and that visualization that the cards were not just a sentimental value, but you could actually visualize making money out of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you can actually visualize yourself doing uh, a big deal right well let's 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 say multifamily right a small multifamily but you, if you can actually see it in yourself um, that that's that's small enough for you well then go for it but if you cannot contextualize it in your head well then go with, with what everybody can see which is owning a small uh, residential single-family home yeah and start from there um, so that's that's so important man that, that you brought that up that the uh, the, the coaching and the mentorship, because it, it will definitely put you in the right path and it will save you tons and tons of money and also time, which is yes. most importantly. Like I said, my brother my brother and I, one of the things that we did was did it on our own. Um, and it costs a lot of money. <laughs> it takes a yeah. lot of time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and, and it's also more difficult to stick to it when when you're doing it on, your, on your own because you cannot figure it out what is it that you're doing wrong because like there's no there's ideas. nowhere exactly you hit the wall, and you're like what am i doing wrong what am i doing wrong and finally when you're able to 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 push that through the wall, that's when you realize oh i've been doing it wrong well I, I wish i had somebody or i knew somebody or i had the uh, the i don't know because a lot of us don't do it because we don't we don't want to get scammed you know and that's one of the things we you have to go to reliable people and somebody yeah.
0: that's actually doing it and, and well there are right. a lot there are a lot of there are a lot of frauds out there for sure
1: exactly yeah i mean so uh so yeah I, it's really it's really important for those out there that your answer is, is right on the spot i mean that's that's basically what i wanted to get uh i mean i i thought you were gonna give me more steps but the, that is that's the answer yeah you get it and the reason why is because everybody has there's no black and white on on how to do things, how to real, how to invest in real estate. Everybody does it differently. There's so many ways, so many creative ways. That okay. that yeah, I mean the, the most common way is this, this, and this. But other people are doing it different ways. They have different ways of doing it. Different markets, you know. You invest in different markets than we do. Um, uh, you have different backgrounds, so that, that helps a lot. Of different networks. Um, so that's that's awesome, man. Um, So I I really appreciate it, man. Your your story is very exciting. I like it. It's it's one of the few people that started since you were so little. Uh, And I I like the the perspective that you brought up to this, man. So um, with that said, man, where can people find more about you?
0: Yeah, so the best place to find uh, information on us is our Instagram page. So it's at KJ Consulting. That's at K-A-Y-J-A-Y-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G. Uh, and then once you get there, you can follow us. And we also have uh, a link to our website in our bio, and that's where you can sign up for one of our boot camps, or you can sign up for a one-on-one consultation. And uh, yeah, we're dropping like a lot of knowledge on the Instagram page. We have, you know, motivational, vid- motivational Mondays, we have Quick Tip Tuesdays, workout Wednesdays, because I'm also a personal trainer on the side. So we like to give kind of like a holistic approach to like mental, physical, financial fitness. So
1: and you need um, that.
0: And then we have Financial Literacy Fridays, and we're always dropping uh, you know definitions uh, case studies about different properties that we've worked on and then we'll show you like random stuff uh, from in the field in the field videos and then and, and pictures so yeah we think're we're, we're uh, we got a cool page so you guys should yeah definitely follow us
1: That's awesome man And uh, one last question in, in regards to the course so you have a boot camp How long is the boot camp?
0: yeah so the boot camp is um, Saturday April 17th. And it's from 10 a.m. Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern. But like I said, we're going to stay in touch with you. We're going to keep following up once a month uh, for 12 months. And then we also have a, uh, we're going to be doing a multifamily mastermind in May, uh, which we can also talk to you about if you're interested in that. Yeah.
1: Awesome, man. Um, any Instagram, Facebook, anything else?
0: Uh, you can follow us on, on Instagram is good. Yeah, that's fine
1: okay awesome man hey thank you so much man for those uh, out there listening to us uh to this to this uh, show please uh follow uh these guys they're awesome uh they're awesome people man they got nice stories please listen to the other episodes as well uh and give us some love man some uh some nice comments out there some five star reviews and until then thank you so much and peace out.